Hello and welcome to the Red Ensign Group podcast. The REG Technical Forum has been meeting this week to discuss regulation in relation to the work of the British Shipping Registries. The hot topic of the moment for the REG is its impending audit by the International Maritime Organisation, which could be any time this year. It's been a lot of work, but are the REG members ready? Greg Evans from the Maritime Authority of the Cayman Islands and Richard Pellew from the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency co-chair the technical forum and I've been talking to them about the audit. I asked Richard how prepared the REG is. I think level of preparation depends on whether the REG member concern has been through one of the um, proxy audits or not. I think those who have been through the proxy audits have had a very good sort of indication of how well they were doing and what was still left to be done. I, I suppose one of the questions that's kind of going around in my head, Richard, is that it is possible that some of the, the members will not have everything quite as it should be. But that's not necessarily a bad thing, is it? No, I think I think that the, the, that's, a, that's a good question, and, and and I think you're 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 quite right in the sense it's not really a bad thing. The bad thing is not knowing if you've got a problem. Um, knowing the problem means you can fix it, and it allows us to do this, a, a high level of critical self-examination. And I think that the worst critics of all are ourselves when it comes to looking at our level of compliance. And I think that the knowing there's some gaps still to be done also gives you opportunity to say actually now we've got momentum behind us we can actually do a better job than we might otherwise have done had this been considered as business as usual so that additional impetus is actually i think helping and a lot of the members are exploiting that to their advantage greg we often talk about the red ensign group family and how it pulls together when it needs to how much do you think that has helped in this preparation for the triple i code audit um yes oh Considerably. I mean, there's been, you know, from day one, there's been um, a very open dialogue. I mean, the UK have been extremely helpful and supportive um, across all the, the territories and crown dependencies, um, giving, giving um, all sorts of advice and collectively within the group. Um, you know, there's always that um, willingness to share information and experiences and I think that's what really um, sets the Red Enzyme Group apart from other administrations. We have that collective knowledge and expertise that um, that we we actively share. Um, and and RegTF, of course, is a fantastic platform for doing that. We heard quite a few reports yesterday, Greg, from the various uh, Crown Dependencies and Overseas Territories about where they currently are in terms of, of being compliant. How reassured were you by those reports? As Richard said, I think, you know, each state are at different levels. Um, but, you know, no matter where you are, you know, on a scale of one to ten, if you like, even at nine, there's always opportunity for improvement. And I think as long as you identify gaps, then you can put measures in place to address those, which I think in the main, the most of the states have done extremely well. And I thought yesterday's um, summary 
by each of the other members was was excellent and demonstrates actually how much work and preparation they've actually put into this so yeah i'm quite i'm quite, I'm quite pleased with the uh, with the development across the group and Richard, that's an interesting point, isn't it? Because quite often people really dread audits. They're really afraid of them. And yet, from what you're both saying, this has been a real opportunity to embrace it and to maybe pick up some of those stones and look underneath and see what needs addressing. I think that, yeah, I think you're right. There's, there's this um, general uh, atmosphere across the Red Ensign group is that the, the triple R code is probably one of the single biggest uh, positive things that could have come out of IMO as a, as a group of flag administrations and flag states, um, because it does allow that critical self-examination to take place. It does allow you to sort of think, actually, whilst I've got the focus of, of my government here, I can actually do a lot of power good here. And I think it's been, it, it is very powerful. And I think the other messages come out of the preparation of the Triple I Code is the huge importance of the maritime sector and what the industry and what the flags provide in terms of economy in the world. And of course, with the REG spread around the world, we, we've got outposts everywhere and we've got a lot of influence. And I think a lot of people in the general public don't acknowledge the importance of maritime and the industry they've added underpins you when you look at the pandemic at the moment when the industry slows up look what happens we get one ship stuck in the Suez canal and everyone's christmas feels like it's been cancelled because the industry does deliver the goods from everything from manufactured goods to um raw materials and the triple i code essentially is one of those safeguards of that flow of goods continues in a safe and environmentally um safe manner um so it can only ever been good and i think those who look at the audit as a chore to get through are missing the point and i think the reg hasn't has very much the opposite view is here is an opportunity to exemplify why we are so good at what we do and why you need to have accountability of the flag state because fundamentally not just about the safety environmental but it's also the trade aspect you don't have the firm foundations your trade suffers there's been some real momentum in terms of the the triple I code audit for the the red ensign group. How are you going to uh, capture that, as it were, and keep it going once the audit is actually done? I think we've already started to do that. Um, many years ago, we set objectives across the quality objectives acro- across the group, um, and those primarily were related to the flag state activities. And now we've expanded those into coastal and port state. Um, and through the Red Ensign Conference that we hold annually, um, states will have the opportunity to report on those quality objectives. So I think we are, we're already looking at beyond the audit. And of course, it's not. this is not just about turning up on the day for the audit. This is about doing all the right things, fulfilling your obligations, um, you know, every day of, of every week, of every month. You know, it, it's just um, something that you just have to do continually. But I think, you know, in the preparation, um, we have we've already started to put some great building blocks in place. 
Richard, we, we should probably make it clear that you can't actually fail a I code audit, but there might be some findings. And there's a difficult balance here, isn't there? Because in some ways, no one wants to have loads of findings against them. But equally, you don't want to kind of be in the state of going, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with what we're doing. We can kind of sit back now and relax a bit. So somewhere in between there is a balance. What are you hoping for? I think I'd be... I think perhaps in some respects I'd be disappointed with the audit result if the if the IMO's auditors just did not find things that we could improve on. Um, I know that IMO is looking to the UK as one of the IMO council members and has always been exemplars of delivery of quality and safety and environmental protection as amongst the IMO member states. And of course, the REG makes us the more complex state in the of, of the in IMO in the sense that we're made up of 13 constituent parts um, with each individual REG member making up the flag state. So managing that and managing consistent way um, is a is a significant challenge. So I think the outcome of the, of the audit should show that we've got that management in place. It should show that we've got the governance in place. Um, but I think the positive result will come out for us is that if we sit into the group where IMO says, yeah, you've done a great job, here are some findings, you should have some things to improve on. I can't imagine we won't. Um, but we should also be in that sector where that critical self-analysis, that continuous monitoring process that we do will be accepted by IMO as um, the model for others to follow. Um, and I think that will reflect very well on the way the REG has responded to the I code and the expectations of it. Um, so that's kind of what I'm hoping for at the end of it. I mean, you know, findings are findings. We take them on we take them on the chin if they're, gen you know, We'll, we'll, we'll always find something to gain out of a finding or even just a suggestion for improvement. You know, the IMO audit is an, is an audit by our peers. We are audited by other IMO members. Um, and so it's meant to be a learning process. It's not just a case of whether, as you say, you can't really fail it, but you, there can be some negative consequences as a result of a bad audit, particularly for IMO council members. But it's also about the auditors learning something from the auditees that can be taken away and shared with other IMO member states. And that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see the end of this audit that lessons that um, Greg and I have been trying pushing through through the REG technical forum and again through the through the REG um, conference and the, the continuous meeting of the single points of contact, that we will have really something to show at the end the rest of the world and the rest of the world can learn something from us and we'll be able to capitalize on that um we're supporting other imo member states going forwards this is not new to us either you know in in 2011 we went through at least cayman islands and and many of the other members of the red ensign group went through the voluntary audit so so we used to, we you know we are used to being audited um we all also have internal audits regularly it's 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 a process that's known to us hopefully what we do others can uh, benefit from and vice versa i'm sure there are other flags out there who do things exceptionally well and maybe we can benefit from some of the best practices that that, that they all use um, maybe that's some work imo can consider later on these are the these are the things that we have found that work extremely well in all these different administrations. And then perhaps they put a best practice document together or something like that. 
but I, I do think that everybody can benefit from this process. You've been listening to the Red Ensign Group podcast. My thanks to Richard Pellew and Greg Evans. Until the next time, goodbye. Group podcast. It was presented and produced by Heather Skull.